All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful thing. Laugh a little more thing. Tight, tighten up your core thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, four things. We are talking brains today. Amy here, and I'm with my neurofeedback therapist, Sherry Rowney. She's, well, here, like I said, to talk about our brains. She's the owner of Harmonized Brain Center and is one of the most experienced and knowledgeable lens therapists in the country. And before we get into all the brain talk, I'm just going to give y'all a little heads up. You're getting an advanced heads up if you download and listen to the podcast on Thursdays when it comes out, because this isn't getting announced until Friday officially. But my next live Four Things event is going to be Saturday, March 25th in Nashville. Those are the details you need to know now. We'll start rolling out more, but make sure you check out my Instagram at Radio Amy. Tomorrow I'll be putting stuff up. But if you're wanting to just make a little note in your calendar and you want to be a part of a really special evening, which actually I think we're going to end up doing two shows just because of the the seating at the theater. So you may have a 3 p.m. showing and then a 7 p.m. showing on Saturday, March 25th, a special night of community connection coming together, knowing you're worthy. It's going to be magical. It's my rainbow year. I'm all about it. It's going to be a fun night too and just very special and memorable. So hope you can make it. Those are the details for now. But now we're going to get back to brains, which Sherry, I think, a good place to start would be explaining lens and what it is in layman's terms. So low energy neurofeedback, which is what lens is, was created with the idea that if you have a heart that's out of rhythm and you go in and you shock it, 
it puts itself back into its own rhythm. So what would happen if we could stimulate the brain? Would it change? And what we have found out is that the brain actually will find its new rhythm all by itself. It'll find that new pathway all by itself. So I'm not training the brain. I'm just stimulating it and getting it to change back to something different. It does it on its own. Sessions are only 15 minutes. I just sit there. Zero effort on my part, so it seems. And you always say to me, drink a lot of water after the session. And we all know that water is good for our bodies, but why the brain specifically after a treatment, but also in general? First of all, your brain is about 80% water, so it needs it. But second of all, it's a muscle just like any, like if you go to the gym and you work out, your muscles hurt afterwards, you've got to replenish the fluids. The brain is the first thing to dehydrate and it's the first thing to rehydrate. So when I'm in there pushing on those brain waves and stimulating them to move, it's a workout to the brain. So it's dehydrating. So that's why I say drink more water, drink more water. The more water you drink, the quicker it comes back to where it needs to be. In addition to drinking more water on the days that I see you, I also feel like I sleep better the night of a session, which is awesome because at this point in my life, water and sleep are my main priorities. And, you know, speaking of sleep, when I first came to see you, my brain map said that half of my brain was asleep. So what puts a brain to sleep like that? The biggest one that we're seeing right now is COVID. Before COVID, the only time that I would see a really sleepy brain is if there had been a significant brain hit to the head or if you had been sick for a really long time. But in November of 20, I had COVID. I do this to myself every two weeks just for clarity and just to stay on focus. So I had a really good view of what my brain looked like. And after I did it in November or in December, everything had gone into Delta, which is the sleep wave. And I thought, well, that can't be right. Did it again the next day, same thing. I thought there was something wrong with my machine. I sent it off to have it recalibrated. And they said, no, there's nothing wrong. What I saw was other people were coming in fine, but mine was staying in Delta. And then about that January or February, I started seeing more and more people coming in with that Delta brain. And I just started taking notes. Wait a minute, I had COVID, you had COVID. And I started realizing, hey, there's a pattern going on here. I had a client that came in who is a cardiologist And he was telling me that he was seeing four or five patients post-COVID a week that were coming in with those same symptoms. He had done blood work on them, chest x-rays on them. They couldn't figure out what was wrong. So he sent a few of them over to me. So now I had their medical records. We knew exactly what was going on. And so sure enough, they were in Delta. So for the last three years, I have seen a significant amount of Delta. I never tested positive for covid So I'm unsure if I ever had it. And I took a lot of tests. I had to for my job. So I could have had it at some point, maybe when I was in between tests and I just was asymptomatic. But I don't know if I had it. Could other things, like if you have a lot of stress or certain emotionally traumatic things, can that shut certain parts of your brain down? Absolutely. That's how the brain repairs itself is is for sleep. And so the brain just goes down into that delta wave. You're still walking around. You're still doing your job. You're still being a mom. You're doing all the things, but you're not doing them with the clarity and the focus that you wanted or the energy. A lot of times you'll sleep for eight hours and wake up and still feel tired or not feel as motivated to do things. It's typically because that brain is in delta. Well, my delta brain is waking up. I definitely... Yeah, feel more awake and alert. I have more clarity and focus, which is honestly huge for someone like me that's had 
ADHD since I was a kid. I have lots of people that bring their kids in and even adults that'll say, you know, I'm really struggling with attention and focus. I don't want to be on the medication. Is there any hope otherwise? Yes, there is. So if we can go in and stimulate those brain waves and get them working more efficiently again, all of a sudden the brain wakes up and it no longer needs any outside stimulation to work. So that's why you're feeling a little bit more awake and alert. I know you're big on positive thinking and having a good attitude. Why is that important if we want to build new neuropathways and change our brains? Because your attitude and because the way that you think is stinking thinking is, is when it goes to the negative way. But when you have a positive attitude and you're looking for a change, you can find change. When you get stuck in that thought process that I can't change, there's nothing out there that's going to help me. I don't care what you do. <laughs> I can't make it change. So you have to have the idea that I can and I will and I and it will move forward and you can. I've seen it happen over and over again. That's good encouragement. Yeah, absolutely. And because I think too, the stinking thinking, mm-hmm. I'd never heard that before, yeah, by the it's way. It's a really good one. <laughs> I like it. You get in a negative pattern and it becomes this loop and then you're- Which becomes you get, a habit. Yeah. And when you create a habit, it's really hard to get out of the habit. So it takes 30 days to make a habit it takes 60 days to break a habit. So while you're creating a new habit, you're breaking another habit. So it takes a long time. So if you start thinking, no, I'm going to change my ideas, change my way of thinking. I tell some people sometimes, if you put a rubber band around your wrist, and when that thought comes in, I can't, or this is too hard, pop it on the inside of your wrist. What it does is it sends a signal back to the brain, which changes the complete shifting of what was going on and the brain is reacting to pain. So it stops that thought of the negative thing. It happens all the time. Why have you never told me this before? I, I need to, to get... share it with you today. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, you should hand out a rubber band rubber to every band client who comes in. Yes, it sits down. And then anytime we have stinking thinking, we that's pop right. ourselves. That's right. Because that's something that I was really struggling with was looping and not even just negative thoughts which my looping has gotten so much better, but my looping was worry. Mm -hmm. It was creating scenarios that may or may not be true, trying to mind read certain situations, which we know we can't do, Mm -hmm. but we all all do do it. it. That's right. But then mine would loop Mm -hmm. and loop and distract me from my job, distract me from other conversations with people to where I couldn't be in tune with what was happening because I was engaged and I felt like I was engaged, but my brain was looping something else. Correct. It's like I couldn't make it stop. Mm -hmm. And then it would keep me up. It was your PZ, Amy. My what? (laughs) It's one of the spots on the brain that we work on, the parietal lobe. And that's where you do your best thinking. When When it's working well, you can really figure things out. You can find the solution to a problem. It's your cognitive processing. When it's not working well, if it's really tight and there's not enough flexibility in the wave your brain will just loop and you'll keep thinking of something over and over again. The brain's trying to find an answer and it can't find it. And you just want to say, stop, I don't want to do this anymore. But it can't do that. You'll find it happens when you're sleeping. You'll wake up out of a dead sleep and go into a thought process and not be able to stop it. That's that PZ back there. Yeah, well, snap my, on the brain yeah. on on the wrist will help. Okay, well, I think you need to make harmonized brain center rubber snappers. band thingy snappers <laughs> and have people do that because... Yeah, I didn't know you could almost train your brain in that way. We use it with um, eating disorders. If you, When you start getting into that thought process, you pop that first and then it'll shift it back over. Which heads up, Sherry is actually going to be on my Outway podcast this Saturday. 
So make sure to listen to that if you're interested in eating disorder recovery, breaking disordered eating patterns, and negative body image thoughts. It was actually during my eating disorder recovery uh, through a book called Brain Over Binge that I learned more about my brain and that I could rewire it, which was super cool. But I mean, gosh, our brains are so complex with so much going on at all times. What parts of the brain, Sherry, are you focusing on during treatments? All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With Ikea, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Host Nora McInerney is back for season two of the Head Start Embracing the Journey, a podcast from Ruby Studio and Abvi. In each episode, Nora has real conversations with real people living with chronic migraine to see how they take action to understand the disease, recognizing how a migraine attack can change the course of your day. She unpacks each guest journey and how they talk to their doctors to find out the treatment plans that are right for them. Along with headache specialist Dr. Christopher Ryan and other special guests, Nora speaks to these incredible people who have channeled their feelings of isolation and their chronic migraine journey into advocacy and art. Plus, there are also eight episodes of their first season available for you that are worth binging. So jump into the conversation for season two a show that creates a little more space for empathy and understanding in such a complicated world. There shouldn't be so much hesitation around asking questions and asking for help. So don't wait. Join the Head Start Embracing the Journey as they learn a little more about life with chronic migraine. (sighs) 
what parts of the brain, Sherry, are you focusing on during treatments? There's 21 places on the brain that we're specifically working on. There's hundreds of thousands of um, neurons that are in pathways that are going on, but we're working on specifically 21 different places on the brain. Each one of them has a specific purpose, but they all work together. So information comes in through your eyes and your ears, but it actually starts in the back of your head, right towards the base of your spine, and it moves forward. In the perfect brain, perfect world, that information would be coming forward at the same speed, same direction, going through those 21 different places. You'd be making great decisions. Life would be peachy keen. When there's been trauma to the brain, and trauma can be one of two things. It can be physical trauma, where you've actually had a hit to the head, COVID, something like that, or it can be emotional trauma. There's no one that's escaped emotional trauma. We've all had it. What our brain records at the time that it happens is what it retains. So when small things that you look back on now, you're like, I don't know why that bothered me so much or why it was such a big deal. The brain recorded it that way. And if it doesn't get processed, it sits in there and the brain has to reroute around it so you don't have to think about it all the time. So when we go in and we start stimulating those brain waves and getting them moved back into more efficient patterns, those stuck things will move out and they're no longer there. So the brain starts working more efficiently. So depression starts to go away, anxiety starts to go away, focus becomes better. A lot of times I hear sleeping definitely becomes better. Just everything feels easier to do. Well, and I know you've worked with different people in town where their job is literally to be creative and creativity. (laughs) Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, creativity. I've got an author right now who was supposed to get a book done by October. And he said, Sherry, I've got three done by the end of November. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Just unlocking different parts that are asleep or that's right. shut off for that's some right. reason. Or um, just not working as efficiently as they need to. As, as possible. So what age can kids start this? I've worked with children as young as four months. That was somebody that four was- Four months? Ha- yeah, they were having um, seizures. Um, oh, wow. And we actually were able to move beyond the seizures. So that was a good thing. But typically I've seen on an average, I'll see kids come in at about four or five that are starting to have- behavioral issues in preschool, or they might have a hard time staying on task with things, um, and then all the way up. What about EMDR? Is that something different that's happening with the brain? Because I did that once in therapy and never went back because I didn't really vibe with the therapist. Mm -hmm. But we did do a session Mm -hmm. where we went deep into some time capsule in my brain, a childhood experience, and we went back in and she had me share with her what I was seeing, but we almost retold the story, I guess, to give my brain, like you were saying, a new memory. Mm-hmm. And then now I do picture it that way. Right. When I think back on that memory, I picture that happening. And then when I really try to think about if that really happened or not, it's weird mm-hmm. because I'm like, I don't know. Right. I don't think that happened, but what if it really did happen and we just unlocked that? Or did did we just recreate it like the goal memory. was right. and recreated the different memory. It's wild to think about sure. because I was a kid and I, it was honestly a, a traumatic moment for me as a kid. It was the day that my dad left and it was at the back door when he was leaving. I didn't know if we really hugged or not. I know I ran back to my room and got him a teddy bear and went and took it to him. I don't know that he had the words or knew what to say, but what we rewrote in my head was that he embraced me and told me I was safe and I was going to be okay, which I know he definitely didn't say that. He didn't have a language. Right. <laughs> so that part I know he didn't do, right. but like the hug feels so 
real that it happened. And maybe he did hug me. I can't imagine him not hugging me. I just had no memory of him hugging me. And she's like, well, your childhood self probably really needed your dad to hug you in that moment. And we need your brain to at least think that your dad hugged right. you in that moment. Right. And that's how you move beyond trauma in that moment. EMDR is really useful for a lot of people in a lot of different ways, but it's taking you back to a trauma and then you relive the trauma and then you recreate it. Just right. like you said, Which is there are a lot of people that will come to see me that have either done EMDR or will be in the middle of EMDR or brain spotting or any of the other ones, but they don't like going back to the memory. The memory scares them. Lens is not something where we go back to a memory. It doesn't really matter. When we release, when we're working on those brain waves, sometimes memories will come up. Mostly with adults, it tends to be more feelings than it is memories. So it's typically anger, fear, or sadness. So what I tell people is if you all of a sudden, on I see you on Tuesday and on Thursday, all of a sudden you just feel this incredible amount of anger come up out of nowhere and you look around and you think, why am I angry? That's an old suppression that's lifting up and moving out. I call it the emotional flu. It doesn't feel good, but once it's out, it feels so good afterwards because it's clear. It's not there anymore. We've literally moved that out of the way. That barricade is no longer in the brain anymore. So a lot of times people that come in that are in talk therapy, it makes their therapy so much better because now they can actually talk. I've had numerous people that have said, I've been in talk therapy for eight or 10 years and we're just not getting anywhere. And all of a sudden we do a few sessions with Lens and the conversation can start because if you're really good at suppressing and you knew how to push it down really, really hard, then I can ask you till you're blue in the face, tell me how you're feeling. You can't tell me because you've pushed it down so far. So when Lens picks it up and moves it out of the way, conversation can happen. So whether you're continuing with talk therapy or doing EMDR or any of those other things, this is going to enhance it. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's a great thing to do in addition Absolutely. to therapy. At least it has been for me. And it's wild to hear. But you don't always have to that, have therapy. I have people that just come in. Right. And that's all they do. And that's they're fine with it. Yeah. And I think that therapy too can be different seasons. Sure. And, and you know, I'm about to do my 12th. And I, I don't know, you might do my latest brain map and be like, okay, Amy, you're good for a little bit. That's right. But I may want to come back for some maintenance. Mm -hmm. Or I may have COVID. That's I right. may have hit my head somehow. Yeah. I may... Or just be in a stressful situation. Exactly. Yeah. And so I love that I could come back and we can sort of brr, take yep. that 15 That's minutes. Right. That's right. And move uh, on. And, and move on. I know we were talking about positive thinking, but what about gratitude? Do you see that playing a, a role in how our brain responds to things? I do. And I, see, I tell people all the time or I recommend to them that they start a gratitude journal. Just writing down five things every day that you're happy for. And sometimes it's really hard when you're really struggling with depression or anxiety. It's hard to come up with five things, but it can be as simple as I woke up today or I had clean sheets on, on the bed or whatever it was. If you write that and you're already putting your mind into the state of, I do have something to be grateful for. There is something positive in my life. And on the days when things are really struggling, you can go back and read them and realize I do have a lot to be grateful for. So I highly encourage a gratitude journal. So some of the positive thinking and I don't know, sometimes can seem a little woo-woo mm -hmm. to some people, mm -hmm. but it's scientific. It is scientific. It changes the dopamine and the serotonin in your, that's the chemical part of your brain, but it also helps shift the, chem, the electrical, which is what we're working on. We have a four things gratitude journal that 
we made to support Haiti, we just put out our third version, 3.0, that actually has two cute color options. But Mary and I, who created it, we weren't big journalers at all. In fact, like you said, journaling was intimidating. So it's not that we didn't have things to be grateful for. We just didn't know how to write about them. And that seemed overwhelming to sit down pen to paper. Like you said, it really can be as simple as I woke up today, or it can be a one word thing, or we included cute little stickers in the back for the days you don't have words. Go find a sticker that matches something that you're grateful for and plop the sticker down. Everybody needs this journal. (laughs) Well, yes. (laughs) Let's do it. And yeah, in Haiti is near and dear to our hearts. So yeah, all the proceeds go to that. But It's four things, which I know you encourage people to do five, but it could be, you know, sometimes I'm sure it's just good to take note of one thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you're thankful for, and that can be progress. So I would love to know from you, Sherry, four things that you're currently thankful for. And sometimes I give people specifics so we can learn more about their personalities. (laughs) Like I would love to know a TV show, a book, a food, and an Instagram follow that you like. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at macy's.com or in store again that's macy's.com you're going to be doing some shopping anyway why not round up and give back that's macy's.com or in store ah summer the best time of the year usually it doesn't come with a great deal soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts but what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag what if there's another way with ikea Your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Host Nora McInerney is back for season two of the Head Start Embracing the Journey, a podcast from Ruby Studio and Abvi. In each episode, Nora has real conversations with real people living with chronic migraine to see how they take action to understand the disease, recognizing how a migraine attack 
can change the course of your day. She unpacks each guest journey and how they talk to their doctors to find out the treatment plans that are right for them. Along with headache specialist Dr. Christopher Ryan and other special guests, Nora speaks to these incredible people who have channeled their feelings of isolation and their chronic migraine journey into advocacy and art. Plus, there are also eight episodes of their first season available for you that are worth binging. So jump into the conversation for season two, a show that creates a little more space for empathy and understanding in such a complicated world. There shouldn't be so much hesitation around asking questions and asking for help. So don't wait. Join the Head Start Embracing the Journey as they learn a little more about life with chronic migraine. Sometimes I give people specifics so we can learn more about their personalities. Like I would love to know a TV show, a book, a food, and an Instagram follow that you like. The crown is probably my thing for TV right now. I am an Anglophile 101 um, my husband's from England, so maybe that's why. But I love the aristocracy. I love the traditions. I, I'm a family kind of person, so I really love that. A book, A Thousand Gifts. A Thousand Gifts is my favorite book right now. Um, Anne Voskamp. Yes, amazing book. And in reading that book, she talks a lot about joy. And I started thinking about joy. What is joy? Where do you find it? It's not really happiness. And so I decided to start a joy journal last year and I was on a journey for joy and I decided that I would journal every time I found joy. I found joy in the most bizarre and amazing places. Probably 85% of it was in nature. But you want to talk about gratitude. When you have joy and you're looking for joy, it's really hard to be in a bad mood when you find joy. And I'm really strong in my faith and I think that where I found joy was always where God had his touch, where he had his hand. And um, Nehemiah 810. Yeah. <laughs> That's the joy of the Lord is my strength. That was my mom's verse through cancer. And that's where her joy and, and pimp and joy that all came from. And she was like, don't let people forget. Joy. Pimp and joy. The joy came from the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And so that was very important to her that it wasn't just this flippant joy. Yeah. She knew where her strength was coming from. And I get what you're saying. Like when you're looking for it, especially in nature, you see it. My therapist was encouraging me to sort of do something similar. And I was on a walk and would look down and you'd be surprised how many leaves are shaped like hearts. And you can stop and just notice them and be like, oh, that's so cute. It's shaped like a heart and take a picture of it and send it to a friend or do whatever and enjoy it. Or if you find a rock that looks like a heart or seeing different you know, animals that are really cool to see. I like to hike here in Nashville around this water. And sometimes there's these cute little beavers Mm -hmm. and I love seeing them. And there's owls and there's deer. And it's just taking the time to be in awe of them. And that's the word is taking the time. The first time that I found it when I started the joy journey was I was, I live out in the country and I was coming home from work and I'm on the same road every day and it's spectacularly beautiful. But I came around this corner and the sun just happened to be hitting this hill on, at the right time. And it was just glittery and gold. And there was cows walking down it, red barn, white silo. It was so beautiful that I literally went, <gasps> when I came around the corner and I thought, there's joy. And then I went, wait, I'm going 60 miles an hour. And I just flew by it. I asked God for joy. He gave it to me and I flew by it. So I stopped the car, felt like a fool, turned around, and I went and sat on the side of the road and just 
absorb the joy for probably five minutes. And it was spectacular. What about a food that you're thankful for? Speaking of joy, food can bring <laughs> us a lot of joy. It brings us joy. <sighs> I love a lot of different kinds of food. I am a mom of five kids, so I love to cook. I love to have big, big gatherings. But if I were to say a favorite food, it would probably be Florida stone crabs. That is my gig. I'm from Florida, so that's kind of a home food for me. Where in so. Florida? I'm on the, the west coast of Florida between Fort Myers and Sarasota. Okay. Yeah. So We have a lot of Florida listeners. Yeah. So just giving a shout out. Yeah. Lake Susie, Florida, go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, what about an Instagram follow? I love a lot of different ones. I love Dr. Amen. He's probably my favorite. Um, he has great snippets. He's probably the, the leading brain specialist in the, in the world. And so what is it, the type of brain therapy that he does? Because I see a lot of celebrities go to him. Mm -hmm. And I do actually think I follow him, but I'm not sure that I always see his stuff. But I'll even see his him pop up on news articles because some celebrity went to him. Right. He's amazing. He does like the spec scan. Um, which he's able to go in and actually see which part of your energy and your brain is hotter and and more quiet and more busy. And he's able to come up with a plan based on that. Um, he also uses medication. He uses neurofeedback. He has a whole variety of different things that he uses, but his snippets on Instagram are amazing. They really set you for the day. He'll talk about drugs on your brain, alcohol on your brain, happiness on your brain, depression on your brain, what those kinds of things do. So he's always just really good for, for kind of setting my day, but also for me to share with my clients when they come in during the day. So he is definitely one. There's another one, the holistic psychologist. She's amazing for delving back into why we are the way we are and why we think the way that we think. And she also puts out these little snippets that go, huh, okay, here's where I can change. Here's where I can make a positive change. So I love seeing things that can help me. And then, like I said, move it forward to help clients. What are your thoughts on social media and the brain and our impact? Like, do you... Huge impact. Okay. Huge impact. First of all, just being on the computer, the your phone, whatever, there's blue lights. There's all kinds of things that are happening to your brain physically just watching it. But also the amount of comparing ourselves as soon as we see how everybody else is living on Instagram or living on Facebook, <laughs> which is, you know, literally a minute out of their day. And we assume that that's who they are the rest of the time. I think it can really be detrimental. Now there's some great things that happen on there and we'll ne we're never going to be without it. So we've got to learn to live with it. But moderation is key. I see a lot of kids that are really, really struggling when they come in and it's almost always down to video games that they play and the social media that they're on. And that's that's incredibly hard for me to see. Wow. I mean, and you've probably, you've had to pivot. I don't know how many years have you been doing this? We've been doing this for, I've been doing it for almost eight years now. Right. And so I'm sure just as time Great has changes. gone on, it's gotten, yeah. it's just increased yeah. a lot. Because yeah. even as a parent, I mean, I get it. Sometimes there's so much going on. There's just like, okay, here's the tablet. Yep. Or here, just go play your video game. Yeah. Oh, you ran out of time on that. Here's your Nintendo Switch. Because we have time limits on everything. But then if the time limit runs out on one, we just move to the next <laughs> just to survive the day. I know. And it's, know? everybody's doing that. And it's not, you're not a bad parent. No. If you're doing those mm -mm. things. You're just doing the best that you can. But it's just being aware of what that is. Um, people that come in with sleep problems, I'll tell them, no blue lights, no computers, no phones, no anything a half hour before you go to bed. It just gives your brain time to desensitize from what's going on. Um, sleep with your phone six feet away from you um, because there is 
um, radiation coming off of that that is effective. Obviously, it's small, but it's still there. I have my phone completely silenced. I think that starts at around 8 p.m. for me, maybe even 7. So I don't have any notifications lighting up my phone in any way. And then, yes, I started sleeping with it in the bathroom, uh, which the way my room is set up, that works for me. But it's helped just having it out of the way so I don't even think about it. And then I got one of those amber light bulbs and I put that in the nightstand lamp and that is what I turn on. I'm still trying to find my groove because it's very difficult to not be around any light 30 minutes before bed. But I try at least to do my best and I'll turn off all my lights and I'll turn my lamp on and then I'll get into bed and read or do whatever I'm going to do to try to, or some breathing exercises to try to wind down. What about breathing? Oh, How breathing do you, is yeah, big. Again, huge. we need oxygen into the, into the body. And we don't breathe enough. If you look and see when you take a good deep breath and take it in for four seconds, hold for four seconds and let it out, it feels so good. I work with people with a lot of anxiety and we'll talk about doing that five times before you make a decision, before you let that anxiety run away from you. And in that time period, the brain just settles back down again. Amazing. Tell me a food that I for sure need to be eating for my brain. Cold water fish. Cold water fish. Omega is amazing. Omega-3s are amazing for your brain. So I'm taking an omega-3 capsule every day. Is mm-hmm. that? That's certainly helping. That's But you asked for food. <laughs> but if I had to do something specific for my brain, it's omega-3. Get a good omega-3 in your brain. So salmon. Yes, salmon. Um, any of the antioxidants are really important for your brain. This is a really interesting fact about the brain. It doesn't have a filter like your kidneys or your liver. So what happens when you go to sleep, it washes itself with a synovial fluid. It goes in and washes it and takes all the toxins from the day and puts it into your bloodstream and takes it out. If you don't get a minimum of six to eight hours of sleep, that never finishes the cycle. So it's like a dishwasher that doesn't finish the cycle and you've still got little bits of things on the forks. That's what happens when you're not getting a significant amount of sleep and water. So you need that to be able to function well, to get rid of those toxins. Okay. And since you mentioned sleep, we'll go back to that. So you say six to eight hours? Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. So as an adult, you know, sometimes I think we may, if it's a Saturday and we slept 10 or 11 hours, we might wake up and be like, oh, I've, I'm so behind or I've wasted the day or what, you know, but actually is it's that good. okay? It's good for your brain. So it's permission brain. to sleep in. Yes, every once in a while. <laughs> if you can, every <laughs> once in a while. Right. Well, that, how does our brain, so, because for me on a Saturday and Sunday, I'm not going to wake up in my weekday hours like I do for work. Right. It's just not going to happen. No. I have zero desire to do that. But you hear that it's good to stay on the same routine and get your body in a rhythm and it, try to wake up at the same time every single day. And I'm like, well, it's not happening Saturday and Sunday. You don't want to get up at 4 a.m.? No. I do not. I so, don't is that okay? It is okay. Okay. It's okay. Now, a lot of times people will think, well, I'm only going to get four hours of sleep or five hours of sleep for the next three or four days, but I'll catch it up on the weekend. Catching it up takes a lot longer. For every hour that's your deficit on that six to eight hours, it takes three to four hours to catch up. Oh, okay. Well, so that's not going to happen. There's no catch up. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just thinking of questions that people might have in their head about lens therapy. And uh, one popped in that someone might be like, do you feel it? Does it hurt? And I mean, I can say as a client, no. 
No, um, all I'm doing is sending in a radio wave at one and a half hertz. That's about 600 times less than your cell phone. So you're not going to feel it. I do have some people that will say, ooh, I feel a little tingle or I just felt something happening. That's the actual brain waves moving, shifting around, but that's energy. There's no possible way for us to hurt you with one and a half hertz. That can't happen. Most people will leave feeling really, really chill. Some people will leave feeling excited. Like you said, it's either wired or tired. Kids typically will leave really sleepy. They'll sleep in the car all the way home and parents are always saying, thank you. (laughs) Um, But for adults, you just might feel just really chill for a little bit. Usually that first night you sleep really well. And then it takes about 24 to 48 hours for the brain to find that new pathway. And then it'll stay there until I see you again. Well, I have enjoyed coming to you. And again, multiple people had talked about Harmonize Brain Center. Like you said, you hear about it. And my friend Bobo had texted me your number months before I ever reached out to you. And I had taken a break from my other type of neurofeedback and that was no longer going to fit my schedule anyways. I adored her. That was great. But I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to shift and go ahead and give this a try. And it's funny how many people I run into in your waiting room (laughs) 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 that I know or that I, you know, it'll come up in conversation and they'll be like, you go there too? And I'm like, yep. And then actually my friend Kelly just texted me today and said, I'm still wanting to get in with Sherry. Hopefully she'll see me. And I said, I'm actually seeing her today. So I'll connect y'all again. So you've got, uh, you're highly sought after in town, but uh, you do have other, is it? Practitioners. Practitioners, Mm -hmm. therapists that do it for you as well, or that administer the lens therapy. So harmonizebraincenters.com is the website. That's where you can get all of the information. But again, you could look up if there's lens therapists in your area. And what was that website again? Oaks Labs, O-C-H-S labs.com. And I'm actually Harmonized Brain Centers, T-N.com. And my brother has the Harmonized Brain Center in Colorado and he's harmonizedbraincenters.com. Oh, so that's his website. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm T-N at the end. Okay. So T-N. I love that you and your brother are both in this. And yes. I know he started it He did first. about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, his son was hit in the head with a baseball, went into a coma for a few months. And when he came out out of the coma, had to relearn everything. They put him in rehab where he had to learn how to walk and talk and eat and do it all. And then they handed him back to my brother and his wife and they were like, now what do we do? So they spent years trying different therapies, looking for the best that they could do for their son. And he did amazing. He graduated from high school. He holds down a full-time job, but they were always on the quest for how much more can we do for him? Eight years post-coma, which is a long time, the longer time you're away from a head injury, they heard about Lens. And Austin made huge, huge strides, was able to actually start speaking really well where you could understand him easily. Huge change for the family. So much so that my brother decided that's what he was going to do. So he went out to, uh, to Colorado from Florida and he started Harmonized Brain Centers out there. I was a school principal in Florida. I owned a school down there, loved kids, loved working with kids. And so when we moved up here to Tennessee, after listening to the stories that he was telling me and the success of I just felt like this is where God wanted me to be. So happy to be here and passionate about what I do and look forward to seeing lots and lots of people because I really love it. Well, you're definitely helping Thank so you. many people. And like I said, again, so many people that I I know. So uh, if you're curious about it, look into it and have the day that you need to have. Drink water. <laughs> and don't forget, 
look for the joy. Look for the joy. And then you practice gratitude because it's definitely good for your brain. And fourthings.com is where you can find our four things gratitude journal. Thank you, Sherry, for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, Amy. It was such a fun time. Thank you. And then again, Sherry will be on with me this Saturday on Outway. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.